Hello, podcast family. I am Tamika Marable King. Thank you for tuning in to Tika Talk's podcast. So, of course, I've been missing for quite some time. I was preparing for surgery, and then I had rotator cuff surgery, which was a result of a car accident I had back in October. And now I'm recovering from surgery, you know, a little over a week. I am grateful to God for the success of the surgery. I am glad to be healing and recovering, and I'm glad to be back. Um, There are many things that we could discuss, but on today, I simply want to discuss us being better as believers so that we don't turn unbelievers or sinners away from the church. Many times, there are so many people who don't seem to quite understand that the church is for sinners. It's for people to come who want to improve, who are struggling with, you know, uh, a sinful lifestyle. And they are judged in a way that makes them not want to return or not come at all. Or (laughs) I'm sorry, guys, I yawned. Or they are just talked about or looked at in a, you know, have you ever been somewhere and seen somebody give you a look and it just made you feel uncomfortable to the point that you didn't want to return? You know, I got saved at 21 years old. And when I began going to church and doing my own little thing in church, I was cool. I wasn't worried about what other people were saying or thinking or doing or feeling. I had zero concerns with that. But I've spent most of my life not really being concerned with the thoughts or the opinions of other people, you know, for for like uh, as long as I can remember. So what wasn't a struggle for me may really be a big struggle for someone else. And so when I talk to people, I understand that everybody doesn't have the mindset to not be concerned with how others are viewing them. And so, you know, I want people to see me the right way, but in cases where they do not, I give that to God. Prior to that, when I didn't care, you know, I just live my life however I chose. And, and that was not the correct way, of course, but I'm just saying, When people come into the church and they are experiencing addiction, perversion, um, abuse, whatever it is, instead of judging them, instead of looking down upon them, instead of making them feel as if they're in the wrong place and that, you know, they don't belong in the church. We were never, ever born in a place where we were perfect. We were not. And so it doesn't make sense to turn people away or to act like this is who you've been all your life when you, too, have spent a part of your life being a sinner struggling with sin and not knowing how or what to do to get all the way out of it. So somebody took their time out on you. Somebody was patient with you. Somebody prayed for you. You know, that grandmother, that aunt, that mom, that dad, that coworker, somebody had a relationship with God. And as a result of their relationship with God, you began to be drawn to him and come, you know, turn towards him from whatever lifestyle you were leading or living. And so be thankful for that. But in doing so, also remember when somebody else is struggling in any area of sin that they need help. You know, people don't go to the hospital when they are healthy and okay. People go to the hospital because they're sick. They're not feeling well. They're not their best self. Their body is, you know, in pain or fatigue. So it's the same for someone who is struggling to rid themselves of a sin that they are, you know, constantly doing. 
it's already shameful enough, you know, just like going to the hospital. You don't really want everybody in your business. And the people who are getting the information about you in the hospital, they're trusted. So they have a HIPAA policy, which is a privacy policy, which means, you know, whatever's going on in my personal record, we're not broadcasting all over the streets. We are simply going to provide the best health care we can for you. And then we release you. And only upon your request do we share this information with other people. So when people enter the church, it should be the same thing that unless I I ask that my story be told or that you share what's going on with me that, you know, when I come to a leader of the church, that what is going on with me is something that can be private. It's something that can be prayed about. It's something that can be worked on. But yet somehow I feel comfortable and confident enough that I'm in the best hands and I'm getting the best care and I'm going to be my best self before I know it. So, you know, be mindful of the amount of, that you can really contribute to the life of somebody else who's wanting to convert themselves and be in the right place and live a right life and be able to give and do as God tells them. It makes no sense to me that we would be so hip, you know, hypocritical and we would be so angry that people are living a certain way. And instead of us embracing them lovingly and, not saying, oh, we glorify your sin, but we glorify God and God would want us to love one another. God would want us to be available to each other. God would want us to pray for each other. And in doing so, we're all strengthened. We all become better. We're all growing together. I have no right to tell somebody else that, you know, get over that sin. Don't do this. Don't do that. You should be over that. I don't know what their struggle really is. I don't know what their journey is supposed to be about. But I do think that God. Oh, my God. Yo, I'm yawning again. (laughs) I do think that God wants us to be connected, that he wants us to be loving no matter the circumstances. And so instead of turning our backs on one another and instead of gossiping or being angry about each other's lives, but that we would, you know, we would start to help each other and be more connected. We can do so much more in that fashion. I just thank God for the growth in myself. I thank God for the growth in my husband because we have grown tremendously over the last uh, maybe 12 years that we've been together. And without God, we would have, we would have never made it. You know, God allows you to see things from the right perspective and to be forgiving, to be loving on a daily basis. Even when you may not feel like it, you know, the goodness of God just helps us to get through and to get beyond areas that we would struggle with in our natural self. So I'm thankful for that. You know, we want to be a good example for our children. We want our children to grow up and live a right life and live a good life. And, you know, I also know that there are things that my children must experience on their own and. Those things are going to help mold and shape them for their futures and for their work in the Lord. So I have to know, you know, hey, sometimes I don't like it, but God, I know you're growing them. And I have to sit back and trust him as a result. And it works. And so, you know, the biggest thing for me is that we would be an open door policy church that we would be able to say hey you know when you're experiencing this or when you're experiencing that streets tell you that we're the place to come that you come here for healing that you come here for deliverance that you come here 
to begin to work for the Lord, that things are going to turn around in your favor and God is going to do such great things in your life. But before that actually happens, there's a period of transformation. And in that period, there's a a type of suffering that may be attached because anytime we do anything that we don't really want to do, it will include some suffering or some pain as we disconnect ourselves with the thing that was comfortable, the thing that kept us complacent, the thing that we just enjoyed as we transition to being in a place where we're doing the right thing and it will begin to feel good too. It will begin to benefit you as well. So know that Don't stay stuck in a position because you are too afraid to experience the pain that is associated with the disconnection. God is going to heal that. God is going to fix that for you. You got to be okay with, you know, it's all right for me to suffer sometimes that I'm suffering for the glory of God. Things are changing as a result of my suffering. I am becoming more obedient. I have grown more patient. I am more loving. I am more forgiving. My perspective is completely different. And it's all as a direct result of the suffering that I have to experience in my life. It's a part of, you know, being a believer, being a Christian, whoever you are. We're not going to be exempt from struggle, from trial, from tribulation, from pain. It's inevitable for every single one of us. And so we know this. And because we know it, why not just go ahead, go through it, ask God to show you what it is he's teaching you or what he wants you to grow in so that you can be your best self, so that you can live your best life, so that you can do the best for those who come in contact with you at all times. I'm grateful for God's ability to constantly connect with me. I'm different and I'm glad, you know, I'm very glad. Some days the work seems to be too much to do, but it's okay because God gives me strength. He gives me courage. He gives me wisdom to do whatever it is he's calling me to do. He's, he's before me at all times. And I thank him for that. I just pray that we would develop character that would really, really, really draw people to God, you know, that would draw them to us, that would draw them to church, that would draw them in the presence of the Lord so that they can have a Holy Ghost experience so that they can have an encounter that changes their life for the rest of their life and that they realize that they too are part of the kingdom of God and can be used. We need to grow church. We need to grow as churches and do that. Do that effective immediately. God is waiting. God needs us. So, I'm glad to be back. I absolutely love you guys. I want you to do what you do best. That is being you. God bless you. Have an amazing week. What remains of it. And I will podcast soon. And of course, give you updates on how I'm feeling. What's going on with me. And all that good stuff. So. To God be all the glory for an excellent week. Because I know it's going to be just that. Y'all do good. I love you. Talk to you soon. Well, only if I get logged off, right? (laughs) Bye. What's going on, great people? I am Tamika Marable King. Thank you for tuning in to Tika Talks podcast. It's been a little while that I have come on and gave you all any conversation 
just I have been experienced in a recovery period because I had surgery back in February and it's not been as pleasant but it's not been as uncomfortable either not as people have made it out to seem you know like so many people talked about how terrible the rotator cuff surgery was how painful it was and so on and so forth and although yeah no I was not excited about it I did not feel happy about the pain I was experiencing God is good. And so I have been able to get through that time and I'm headed towards physical therapy this week and I'm grateful and feeling a lot better. I can't wait to be feeling 100%, but I'm a lot better today. So with that being said, let's move right into all that is going on um, for today's topic. I mean, this is a question (laughs) and also a statement because I really believe that each and every individual has moved at some point in your life and if you haven't moved and you're like in this same place if you were to look underneath your bed if you were to move a couch and look underneath it there is always something underneath it when an object sits in a place there is always an accumulation of some sort beneath it i wonder you know like how in the world does this stuff get underneath my couch I don't see anybody purposely putting it under there. You know, it just happens to get under there, right? In some way, shape, fashion, or form. That is us in our everyday lives. Some of us are experiencing being in the same place. And when it's time to move, there are things that are under us that we've been resting on that are not beneficial to us. So, you know, you could be resting on unforgiveness. You could be resting on adultery. You could be resting on lying. You could be resting on fornication. You know, just all these different things that we could be resting on or sitting right above and not even realizing that they're stuck there, that they're still there, that they are an ongoing issue for us spiritually. And so, you know, the way to remove it when you move the object you move the furniture out of the way then you can really get underneath it so we have to get out of our own way we have to get out of the way of God as he is trying to do the work but not just getting out of his way but being able to recognize what he's showing us about ourselves and then doing the work that is required of us to get in the right position for the next level um Everybody always wants to go higher, but nobody wants to go through. Everybody wants God to increase them in knowledge and increase them financially. But nobody wants to go through the period of time that you are experiencing heartache, hardship, hell. You know, we're just like, oh, God bless me, bless me indeed. But don't understand that in order for those blessings to come, there is trials attached to that there is long suffering attached to that there is pain and discomfort attached to what the promise is and so if we're really going to be truthful with ourselves then we're going to have to move out of the way recognize what it is that we're resting on what we sit on top of the things that we try to cover and try to hide that are an issue in a in our lives you know some of us 
struggle with anger and I'm using anger because anger was a stronghold for me for a long period of time and even now sometimes I am stuck with these feelings that are that will arise in me and I have to make a decision on whether or not I'm going to go with the flow or I'm going to shut it down because if I go with the flow then I'm likely to put myself in a position that's worse off than what I'm already in and I know that that is not the way that God is having me to go so I have to be strong enough and controlled enough to say no to the enemy, to say no to the old me and to function in the way that I feel God desires for me to do. And, you know, I only know those things based on his word, based on my relationship, based on my prayer life, based on the conversations that I have with the Holy Spirit, with God, you know, I, I want to live and I want to live an abundant life. I don't want to be stuck. I don't want to be um, struggling all my life. I don't want to be miserable. I don't want to feel like I can't forgive people. I don't want to have toxic relationships. I mean, I really am in a season where God has not only stripped me and taken things away, but he has allowed me to see him a lot more clearly than I've ever seen him in my entire life. And so the appreciation that I have for the relationship that I have been blessed with, with God and with the ones he has chose to leave in my life, I have to give him honor and thanks because I wouldn't make these decisions on my own. I don't have the strength or the wisdom to do this all by myself. And so, you know, when people act like, you know, how you know, how you know God this and how you know God that because I'm living it because I am a living witness because I know for certain that Tika or Tamika you know this person she ain't gonna make these decisions she's not gonna choose the high road because her attitude won't allow it she's not gonna choose the high road because her anger won't allow it but because of God's grace his mercy and his ability to deliver the attitude and the anger are now no longer in control of how I respond, no longer in control of how I look at life, the perspective I have on life, they no longer dictate that for me. And I'm able to see things from what I know versus what I feel. And I still struggle sometimes. There are some days that I still get into a place like, you know, just this funky place where I'm just like, come on, you know, why am I feeling this way? Why is my mood so negative? You know, And I realized that when I'm focused on myself and when I'm wanting things to be good and they're not, and instead of me saying, okay, God, you're going to work this out for my good. It's all good. You know, I trust you. I love you. No, some days I'm in my own way. Some days the trash that I'm sitting on comes to surface and it has to be dealt with. I have to clean up, you know, that it just can't. Cause when you move the furniture, you don't leave the stuff that's laying underneath it. You actually go in and remove it. You clean it up. You get rid of it. You put it where in its rightful place, whatever it may be. So that's the same thing for me. Whenever I'm experiencing something and, and it may seem hard, it may seem painful. It may seem uncomfortable, whatever it is. I, I recognize, Hey, look, mm, girl, you ain't getting ready to do this. You're not getting ready to go that route. You're not getting ready to go down that path because you've already been down that path and you made it off the path. God has redirected you. He has ordered your steps. You know, you need to follow the plan that God has for your life. Not the plan that your mama made for you. Not the plan that your father made for you. Not the plan that you came up with in elementary school, but that which you have now recognized through your real relationship with God, that this is what he wants me to be doing. That Jesus Christ is alive and well, and he is going to lead and guide me into all truths. And he's going to have me do what he wants 
wants me to do in this place and that place around this individual and that individual. And you can trust him to make those decisions, the right decisions for you. And as you seek him, you find that those things are going to come easier and easier for you because you'll make the choices that are pleasing to him as he gives them to you and you'll obey him um, quickly instead of hesitating and procrastinating because we really kill ourselves with procrastination and I'm guilty myself. You know, there are so many things that if, if I look back over my life as recent as yesterday there are things that I put off that I should not put off because I have the ability to go ahead and tackle them on the day that I am given and so the gift of having the present moment we take for granted and we act as if we don't know we may not be here the next hour we may not be here tomorrow and yet we live as if we're going to be here forever we make decisions as if we've got a lifetime to choose when actually we don't Somebody died this morning. Somebody has died throughout the course of the day. And some people are going to die tonight. That is the way it works. Death is inevitable. And every single one of us is going to have to face it. We're going to leave this earth. And so be mindful of what you're doing and who you're impacting and who you're influencing and how that is going and coming about in today's, you know, day and age just being better all around all across the board it requires so much work and I feel like we all want things and we want them right away but we don't necessarily want to work for them when things are lined up and we're praying for God to bless us bless me with a job God bless me with a house God bless me with my husband God bless me with the child God we're asking for these things and we don't realize the amount of things attached to that that you must endure in order to see the promise so we get going and we're like oh I'm so amped I'm so hyped my life is going to be so great and then life begins to really happen and turmoil comes through tragedy strikes sadness overwhelms you depression seeps in um you know betrayal and people not being loyal and you just have these different experiences and you realize <laughs> god it's it's not always easy matter of fact i have found that the majority of my life has been challenging to me in retrospect and m- most of that is because i don't want to surrender or i haven't wanted to surrender And I've spent that time on my own accord, trying to make the situation better, trying to make it right, um, trying to fix situations and keep going back, taking things from God that I've given him. When I pray and I leave it at his feet, I'm going back, picking it up like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. I'm going to try and fix this one more time. And, you know, if I really can't do it, God, I'm going to give it back to you. Because usually if I fix it, I fix it and it it works. But, you know, I don't know that you're going to really fix it because you're taking a long time to address it. But the truth is, I've got to learn to trust him and trust him wholeheartedly throughout no matter whatever the course is, no how however long the amount of time goes by that I know he's working for my good and there is no reason for me to doubt him or struggle with unbelief because he has shown me time and time again throughout the entire 39 years of my life that he is amazing that he is worthy that he is a man of his word that he is going to do what he says he's going to do that the bible is real that the words of the bible are alive and true and that i just need to understand this is the work of the lord my life is the work of the lord the good the bad the indifferent it doesn't matter My struggles are meant to strengthen me. They are meant to grow me and build my character. And so, you know, 
with that being said, I must live according to his will, yield to my will and live according to the will of God. So that whenever I'm faced with decisions, whenever I'm in a position where things are not going the way I thought, or when I am in a place where God brings to surface the things that have been hidden that I didn't realize were still there or were ever there. You know, I have the ability to hang on to him and get his instruction on how to fix those things and how to move forward. So, you know, I just want to encourage y'all on today that whatever it is that is beneath you, that you're resting on, um, when you go to move and you recognize that these things are plaguing your life, that you will definitely turn to God and ask for his guidance, ask for his favor, you know, just ask for him to order your steps and that you will do whatever he says immediately. That you won't procrastinate. You won't put it off. You won't question it. You will do what God is telling you to do with an open mind and an open heart and be receptive to the good and the bad and know that it's going to work for your good. It's going to turn around. And that is that. That's who he is. I love you guys so much. I appreciate you. I thank you for tuning in. I ask that you share the podcast. I'll talk with you later.